Hello listeners, this is Krishna with Hindu Lit, a podcast where I narrate to you the listeners stories from Indian literature including legends, mythologies and history. Today's story is about Lord Vishnu's Kurma Avatara. Kurma Avatara, where Kurma stands for tortoise, is one of the Dasha Avatara of Vishnu or the 10 principal avatars of Vishnu. Dasha here means 10. therefore dasha avatar means 10 avatars vishnu lives in the vaikuntha loka or the realm of vaikuntha it is a realm with a ocean of milk and vishnu is often depicted as sleeping on a large snake where the snake's body is coiled to form a bed the snake's hooded head forms the bed post and umbrella like curvature the snake is a celestial being called adi shesha the king of the nagas a semi divine race of half human half serpent beings that reside in the nagaloka adi shesha has 1000 heads there are many stories where vishnu takes the form of an animal or a human an avatar and descends from vaikuntha to the other realms to perform some divine feat the dasha avatar or 10 avatars are the principal avatars of vishnu he takes up other minor forms over time however in fact this story on the kurma avatar involves both the major avatar of kurma the tortoise and a minor avatar that of mohini the celestial enchantress back in the krita yuga or satya yuga the first epoch in the hindu timeline two types of beings called the devas and the asuras were in constant battle with each other these two beings are often depicted as human like but have the ability to transform transmute perform wizardry and other feats of great strength the devas are generally considered as the good guys and the asuras the bad guys there is some truth to this disambiguation however i would be remiss to suggest that the devas were pure good and the asuras were pure evil The devas may be loosely defined as pantheistic beings much like the Greek gods Zeus, Poseidon, Ares, Athena, Hera and the rest. They often use their powers in the service of the natural world. The asuras are on the other hand a class of beings who like the devas have their own brand of supernatural powers. but are guided by more baser impulses such as ambition pleasure conquest anger and dominance while the devas and asuras have their own guiding impulses or values and one might agree with the earlier classification of good versus bad there are several stories where the devas act foolishly or ignobly and stories where the asuras are the more noble characters therefore in this story while i refer to the devas as good and the asuras as bad 
it is better to think of them as analogous to two races of people or two countries battling each other and their differences coming into conflict. When you make this analogy to such a real-world scenario, you can judge them more by their actions rather than a superficial assertion of good and bad. Having said that, the Asuras are generally evil as they often harm or torment people, something that the Devas generally did not do. The Devas had displeased a sage named Durvasa and therefore suffered his curse. This curse made them much weaker than their former state. Bullied and defeated by the now stronger Asuras, they sought out Vishnu in Vaikuntha Loka and asked for his help. Vishnu told the Devas to seek out an Amrita, an elixir or a nectar that grants the drinker immortality. This Amrita, Vishnu said, is submerged in an ocean of milk. The Asuras also heard of this Amrita and wanted to drink it for themselves and thus obtain immortality. They approached the Devas and started quarreling with them to obtain the Amrita themselves. When they arrived at the ocean of milk, they called it temporary truce. Realizing that they needed to churn the milk in the ocean in order to extract the Amrita, they uprooted a mountain Mandara to act as a pivot. As the mountain was big, they needed a pulley-like system to rotate the mountain and thus churn the milk. They sought out the aid of Vasuki, a Naga, to act like a large rope to serve as the pulley system. Vasuki, who was half human and half cobra, was hesitant to help the Devas and Asuras as he thought the role he was being asked to perform was abhorrent and beneath him. However, when the Devas told him that Vishnu had suggested that they pursue the Amrita, he agreed to participate as he felt he would be of service to Vishnu. Vasuki transformed into a large snake and wrapped himself around Mount Mandara. He told the Devas and the Asuras that they must each grab hold of one half of his body and pull, much like one does in a tug-of-war battle, in order to churn the milk. The Devas and the Asuras agreed, but they both wanted to grab hold of the head of Vasaki, as they believed it was a more privileged position. The Asuras were stronger, however, and beat the Devas into submission. Resigned to their defeat, the Devas grabbed hold of the tail while Asuras grabbed Vasuki's head. And so, they started churning the milk. The ocean of milk was vast and deep. When the Devas and Asuras started churning, the mountain started sinking and they could not churn any further. Once again, both the Devas and Asuras sought out the help of Vishnu. Vishnu transformed into a huge tortoise, a kurma, and submerged himself into the ocean underneath the mountain. Kurma used his hard shell 
and served as a base on which the mountain could rotate and churn the milk. Everything was now set and the devas and asuras resumed churning the milk. As they churned the milk, toxic fumes emanated from the churning. The fumes were dangerous and caused asphyxiation. The devas and asuras ran to Brahma, one of the Trimurti, like Vishnu, and asked for help. However, Brahma refused to help and told them that only Shiva, another of the Trimurti, could help them. The devas and asuras then ran to Shiva, who was residing in Mount Kailasa, who agreed to help them. He came to Mount Mandara and consumed the toxic fumes. Parvati, the wife of Shiva, fearing his death, grabbed Shiva's neck with her hands to stop the poison from entering his stomach. Shiva assured her that he would not die and locked the poison within his throat. The toxic fumes turned his throat blue but spared him. This feat earned him the name Nilakanta, the one with the blue throat. The devas and asuras once again resumed churning the ocean. Out came more things and beings. The next one that came out was Varuni, a female celestial being. Then came Parijata, a tree. Then the Kaustaba gem. And then came Lakshmi, who Vishnu took as his wife. Lakshmi is the goddess of good fortune, wealth, fertility and prosperity and is depicted sitting by Vishnu's feet as he lies on Adishesha observing the universe. She sometimes massages his feet. The symbolism has multiple interpretations. Perhaps the most straightforward interpretation is that it is a form of devoted service that she is performing to her husband. It is also said that the earth came from Vishnu's feet and thus Lakshmi by massaging his feet is alleviating the burden of the earth. Returning to our story, the devas and asuras continued churning for a long time and finally Danvantri came out of the ocean with the Amrita. Danvantri is the god of medicine. He handed the Amrita to the Devas and Asuras. With that, Dhanvantri and Kurma disappeared, having accomplished their duties. The Asuras and Devas started fighting with each other for the Amrita. The Asuras were stronger, however, and were able to soundly defeat the weaker Devas. The Devas beseeched the help of Vishnu. Vishnu knew that granting immortality to the Asuras would bring great harm to the universe. So he once again transformed, this time into a beautiful woman, Mohini, an enchanting damsel with seductive capability to charm. She playfully danced her way towards the Asuras who were fighting among themselves as to who should consume the Amruta first. Amazed by her beauty, the Asuras stopped fighting. Mohini used her allure 
to trick the asuras into handing over the amrita to her she told the asuras that she would distribute the amrita equally among the asuras and devas she made both parties to sit down the asuras on one side and the devas on the other and distribute the amrita to one member of each group alternatively mohini used sleight of hand and poured a placebo to the asuras and the actual amrita to the devas the asuras who were enchanted by her raw sexual beauty did not pay sufficient attention and were easily fooled the devas were becoming immortal one at a time while the asuras were left mortal there was one asura who wasn't fooled rahu suspicious of mohini's intentions transformed and disguised himself as a deva and sat among the devas as mohini was alternating between the asuras and devas she poured the amrita to the disguised rahu who drank it as he was drinking the amrita the devas realized that he was not one of their own and immediately let vishnu or mohini know that rahu was not one of them mohini then transformed back into vishnu and vishnu used his spinning discus weapon called the sudarshana chakra and decapitated rahu the amrita that rahu had consumed had only reached his throat rahu's head survived immortal but his body died immediately the immortal devas then attacked the asuras with their new found strength and easily dispatched them thus the devas regained their former strength and went on to rule over the heavenly realms with that dear listener comes the end of the kurma avatara story lord vishnu saved the devas and ensured that the asuras did not gain immortality there is a symbolic meaning to the struggle between the devas and asuras it is said that the devas represent a person's good characteristics and the asuras the person's bad characteristics the struggle between temptations of evil and the pursuit of righteous living is a challenge every human being faces in their lifetime a man or woman will face many such challenges to their spiritual or humanitarian growth they will face choices where they have to choose between the easy or tempting route to satisfy whatever their urges are or pursue the more challenging choices that being righteous requires
In our paths, we will often lose to our negative temptations, but one must pursue righteousness even in the face of repeated failure. In the next recording, we will continue with another story of Mohini and that of the Rakshasa or demon Basmasra. Please join me for the next episode next time.